Hi, it's Jasmine. You know, that girl who did you know what way before the internet ever existed. Join me and my special guest every week as we talk about anything and everything because nothing is too taboo. So punch your ticket and get on board the crazy train with me, Jasmine St. Clair. All aboard! Welcome to a new episode of Crazy Train with Jasmine St. Clair. I hope everyone's enjoying taking this trip down the 90s with me because it's been great reconnecting with friends and chatting with everyone, but most of all, showing all of you why the 90s happen to be one of the coolest eras ever. So a lot of you may remember my next guest, especially those of you who are <clears throat> doing certain things at certain hours of the day or night, you know, in privacy, Calagio. Claudio is from Italy. He actually is one of the few male performers I know still going strong and has this really cool new website called pervcity.com and DP Diva, which you should check out. So without further ado, here's Claudio. Muito grazie, grazie, grazie for joining us today, Claudio. I can't believe that you're still in the business. Why not? I don't know. I don't know anyone that still do, that really does this. Uh, it's a very special type of person, a certain stamina. Okay, you know what? I tell you something. My friend Stefano came back to the business and I'm using him as a performer all the time. Stefano? Michael Stefano, yeah. Luciano? Luciano, you didn't know that? No, oh my God. It happened <laughs> like uh, when there was COVID, you know, and uh, just... I thought about him. I said, let's send him an email. Hey, Mike, why don't you come? Why don't you come back? Uh, give me a hand. I need a good performer. Oh, no, maestro. I think uh, I'm, I don't know if I have the energy. I insisted three times and then he said, okay, tell me when. Wow. Well, that must be an Italian thing, I think. <laughs> but by chance, he was here in California visiting the sister. He was stuck there because of COVID, you know, because he was living in, in the Philippines at that time, but he couldn't go back. So after that, he went back and forth three times. And by now he decided in October, it's over, he retires. Wow. Well, I've got to get a hold of him at some point. I was very mean to him one day. We are <laughs> in Brazil and... Um, I told Luciano while we're in Brazil, I hope your dick falls off. Uh, oh, yeah. Why well, you were you used to be kind of mean sometimes at that time. Of course I was. I still am. But uh, yeah, then the next day he had an erection that would not go down. Yeah, I know the story. It's crazy. And he had to go to the hospital. <laughs> so yeah. I must have cursed him that day. But when you were in Italy, why did you want to come to the USA to shoot porn of all things? I mean, you have an engineering degree, which is really very good, by the way. Because uh, I've been dreaming about porn for my whole life, you know. So I, I've dreamed. Now I am. So I've dreamed for porn in my, for my whole life. And uh, when you really want to do something, sooner or later you end up doing it. You know? So I came to the U.S. to get all the pilot licenses because in Italy I had the, I had the private pilot license. And uh, I knew that here it was much cheaper to fly. It's easier to fly every day. So I said, I said to my girlfriend at that time, you know, the, my wife now, Tiziana, um, let's go. I, I did a good business. You know, I had some income coming in and at the end. Uh, so I had a chance to come here. So, so we came here. 
to, to do the pilot licenses, but always dreaming about porn. No, and I did all the pilot licenses. I did the, the commercial, multi-engine instrument, everything. Uh, but I was looking around to find a way to do it, you know. And it happened that I was at the beginning I was living in the same building where where a, a guy in the in the business was was living too. He introduced me to agents and stuff, and since then we've, it's history. Well, that's a very long time ago, and the adult film business. I think might have been at its golden era then, or at its, its peak perhaps? Well, I moved here at the end of 93, and I say I did just one scene in 94, and then I started working constantly in 95. Uh, well, yeah, it's it's very different. Well, <laughs> it's very what different. Is it? It's very different, oh, exactly. Yeah. What is it that drew you to adult films? Like, what age did that start? since I was a kid, you know, I remember. Also, I had a girlfriend, you know, like, I don't know, like, probably even later, like 20, 20 22, something like that. And, uh, and, um, and there were still projecting porn movie in, in movie theater. And one time we went to see one of those, you know, and they came out, you know, all sad and then desperate. They said, come on, she said, you can't be sad because you cannot be there. I'm sorry, I said, you know, I can't believe that this get, this, this, this get, these people get laid all the time and, and get paid. <laughs> and I was sad, very sad. That's kind of funny. I remember like my first experience with any type of erotic cinema were Giallo movies. Remember? Giallo with um, Edward Fenich. So there were the horror films from Italy that yeah, came with these yellow. Did you ever see those? Yeah, but they were not really hardcore. They were, were softcore. Yeah, they were. Did you yeah. ever like those movies? What were your thoughts on them? You know, I gotta see the, the real action, otherwise it's just, it's, it's, it's ridiculous. You know, the softcore is ridiculous for me. <laughs> what was the first movie you saw? Was it with Ron Jeremy or something? I mean. But probably I saw Deep Throat, I think. No, really? Yeah. And, uh, and then when I came here, then I went to a casting call of Jim South and I started seeing all these people that I knew from the movie, you know, and I couldn't believe I saw, I saw Ron Jeremy, Don Fernando and those people. I said, wow, I'm, I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> Pinch me. I'm actually, I'm going to do a film. Yeah. And what was your first experience like doing a film? Like, what was the whole process? Well, I was very nervous, you know, I was very nervous, but I, I started with my wife, we started working together, you know, and uh, it's a little bit easier, you know, and, uh, and then from the, we evolved from that, you know, she, we started working together and then separately. And, um, and uh, at a certain point, she decided that she was not interested anymore. She started doing editing and other stuff, and now she's, um, she's running my company. <laughs> She's managing. She's managing my company. I'm just the artist. I'm the guy who shoots and creates the art. Yeah, I think that works out pretty well. I always said, like, I don't think it ever works out good if it's the two people doing the, the scenes, because it's all kinds of complications that come out, you know? I, if, I think if they're both doing, should be kind of okay. If only one is doing, I don't think it's fine, you know? <laughs> huh? Am I wrong? Well, I mean, there's some performers that if they work with other performers, they get very jealous and very crazy. Well, because they are insecure, you know, and they're not confident. So, 
insecure. Yeah, insecure. And uh, I'm kind of confident. So <laughs> Actually, I like to see my wife having sex with other people, you know? <laughs> see, that's different. It's because you're European. It's a very different, um, I think it's a different mindset, you know? Maybe. And I noticed in the 90s, we started getting all of the really beautiful European uh, adult film stars. Would you say that there's a huge difference between European performers versus American these days? You know, I don't follow much the European market, you know, but I know the, per the European performers that they are here. I think they adapt this, they, themselves very well and they perform like the American. Over there, I think it's more fake, you know, it's just, uh, it's, they just do it for the money. Here, some, there, there is still somebody that uh, like doing it, you know, like me. <laughs> yeah, I, I know you do. It's a passion for it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. And, yeah. and I don't want to retire, you know, I, I, I don't do things anymore for movies because uh, I don't have the, 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 the energy anymore, whatever. I don't want to do it, but I do a lot, of, a lot, as much content as I can. So I do content trade with the girls. If Wait a second. Them. You do shoot scenes or you don't? I do shoot scenes, but only for content. So I put them on my OnlyFans and that's it. Yeah. I can. Do people actually recognize you when you go outside? In more years ago than now, you know, but still now, yeah, yeah. In Mammoth, I have a place in Mammoth, and Mammoth, a guy stopped me. I was entering the car, he said something, You're you're Claudio from Perf City, are you? Yes, yeah, <laughs> Perf City, yeah. I mean, the business has changed so much over the years. I remember we used to have these really great AVN shows. Do you still go to AVN, and what's it like now versus the 90s? The 90s was so much cooler. I went, I went a few times in the 90s, maybe, maybe in the early 2000s, I don't know, but since then I, I don't go. I went a, a few years ago when they gave me, when they put me in the, in the AVN Hall of Fame, just to get the trophy. I went there the evening, I pick up the trophy and the morning after I, le I left for Mammoth. Wait a second, they gave you a trophy? Yeah, the, the Hall of Fame, no, I mean the Hall of Fame. I hope so. Why not? <laughs> well, all they gave me was a stupid little like plexiglass thing, and that's it. No, this is a little kind of a statue. It's, oh my god, I feel so gypped right now. You know, <laughs> but you, you were in it though. You've been, you were there. For, you've been there for quite some time. How have you seen things? Like when things started progressing to online, and all the scenes were being taken over by browsers and this and that. How did you adapt to it? Well, there is not much to adapt. The only the only thing that the change is the media, you know. So the the originally there were the VHS, then the VHS went for to DVDs, and now DVDs are disappearing too, and everything is streaming, you know, and and everything goes to the to to, the, to goes online on the on the website and everything. So you just have to adapt, and that's it. But nothing substantial change, you know. And uh, and everybody has to do whatever they think is better. You know, I don't like those stupid vignettes. That story, I think, is so silly. <laughs> you know, the, it's it's comedy porn. So I don't know who can enjoy that. The real, the real, the real perv, the guy who likes sex. You know, how can he watch that thing? How can you jerk off to her, to to one of those things when when they they make fun and they are laughing, they are doing they are doing ridiculous stuff during the scene. Is that jerkable? No, for me, it's not. Well, what do you think creates the perfect scene? Well, <laughs> uh, 
the, the performers are the most important thing. And then the guy who shoots the scene is the other most important thing, you know, because the performer can be as good as, as good as they want if the, if whoever shoots the scene is not that good, it doesn't come out very good. And I'm really, really good. Well, yeah, you have to be nice to the camera people, unfortunately. Um, yeah, because they're so important. Uh, they can make you look fat or they can make you look really horrible. That I learned. Uh, so moving right along. I do everything, you know, I do camera, I do stills and I... And, and that's it, so, but I do everything on set, you know, I just have a PA and then do all, all, the, all the shooting. You know? and, uh, and I think I'm one of the, I, I think I'm the best. That's good. I mean, I, I, I think you are. You, you, obviously you've had longevity in this business, so you are doing something correct. What do you, how long do you think the perfect scene should be? There is not a specific time, you know. I, I have the tendency to shoot longer scene now. I like to get like 40 minutes, you know. 40 minutes, but we don't have those stupid long intro, you know. We have just an intro. Usually I, I talk to the girl or the performer talk to the girl and we have a short intro, you know, when we ask the girl to show her body to tell, and maybe 10 minutes and then we shoot 30 minutes of intense sex, you know. So 40 minutes altogether, I think is a good time. So I remember there was a time when we had these beautiful box covers and everything. Yeah. And then you had all the movies in there, which are really great. What do you, I mean, do you think that actually really helped sell movies then? Well, they, this is what they used to say. They said, doesn't matter what's in the movie, what's important is the box cover. Everybody was saying that. So I don't know if it's true or not, you know, because at a certain point, if the customer buy a beautiful box cover and then the movie is, is, is lousy, you know, I don't think he's going to be happy. You know? But um, it, it used to be like that. So it, it was a, a good strength to the box cover was a good point to sell the movie. You know? But we still have it, the, the box cover. I still do DVD, not, oh. not crazy, amount, very, very little, but I think it's more like a, a promotion vehicle now, you know? So it's all around, it goes to the, to the VOD and everything, people see it. So it should supposedly draws more people to your website. See, this is what I don't understand. So I left the business right when things were, I don't know where they were exactly. You had almost everything being done, okay? When did you leave? Um, the same day I called you to tell you not to show up, <laughs> uh, 99. <laughs> oh, before the 2000. Yeah, and oddly enough, I speak to um, I do speak to Rob Black, by the way. I, I work for him now because he has the wrestling back. So despite the way I ended things with him, 30 years later or 25 years later, I'm working for him again. Uh, not doing scenes. Um, yeah, because I just thought things were getting very crazy then. They were doing gangbangs. They were doing DP. They were doing all this insane shit. How do people actually get aroused from... Um, well, people, there, are, there are a lot of people that like weird stuff, you know. This is why there was, there was Zapko. Do you remember Zapko? Thomas Zapko. Oh, yeah. Okay. Movie for Rob Black. I was in many of his movies. So it was crazy, you know. Many times wearing diapers. I was <laughs> wearing diapers playing the, like, the adult uh, baby. You know, it's, it's crazy. And the girl was sucking my dick from the diapers and everything. 
<laughs> they went beyond, you know. One time he asked me, would you, would you eat warm, Claudio? No, I said, I won't, I won't eat warm. <laughs> you know? Worms? Yeah, worms. Yeah. He did something with worms in the mouth and stuff, and I, I didn't want to do that. Yeah, I think I'll pass on that too. I don't think they're very good for you. You could probably get parasites or something. <laughs> I don't know if they really eat, ate them, but they were in the mouth, you know, it was uh, disgusting. Yeah, no, I'll, I'll pass on that. Uh, it, was, yeah. it was fun. It was fun uh, working, working for him. I remember sometime, one time I, we were wearing the faces of presidents, you know, and screaming, <laughs> screaming like crazy. And the more we were screaming during the scene, you know, uh, the more he was happy. He was jumping on this chair with the drinking his, his beers, you know, and it was, <laughs> it was amazing. <laughs> I do agree with you on the fact that when people have these long scripts, yeah, movies, it really just takes away from what you're coming there for. You're coming there to watch a scene. You're coming there to watch sex. And the average porn fan isn't going to sit there, oh my God, what great dialogue and great acting. So I'd always crack up at AVN when they're going through these ridiculous elaborate awards. I'm like, really, is this, is this what we're doing? Hundreds of awards <laughs> for every little thing. Yeah. Oh my God, best anal scene. And you're crying up there. Who are you thanking? You thanking your dad? You thanking your mother? Are you serious? Like sometimes I like, I'd make fun of the AVN awards. It's really bad. I would say it was like going to the trailer park and watching everyone get dressed up or most of them get dressed up and cry over the stupidest things. But at the same time, you see, so I haven't really changed Claudio. Um, it's good. <laughs> it's great. Just be, be yourself. I am myself all the time. Have you had a really bad incident on set to date? Like, have you ever had a really bad incident where you've had to have someone go home? As a director, you mean, or as a performer? Would as a director. Well, I, I, I don't think I said I told somebody go home because it's not me. You know, I wouldn't do that. But <laughs> the, many times we didn't shoot at the, the scene because because of the girl. You know, so not many times, but a few times it happened. You know, so and uh, but not really bad experience. I don't, I don't, I don't think so. People have these crazy conceptions like these about porn. Oh well, uh, I don't think the girls should be there. They really don't want to be there. It's yeah. such a misunderstanding, you know, and girls are 18 and over, they're signing stuff. Have you ever had the incident where you feel as though the girl really didn't want to be there and she just was crying and just wanted to leave because maybe no. she thought she's being forced? Never, never, absolutely. But you know, we, we kind of choose the girl carefully, you know, if I hear something about the, the girl, something like this, you know, I, I would never hire her, you know? So I'm 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 try to get the the best girls, and most of the time we succeed. We get lately we've been shooting great scenes. Well, how do you get your girls? What goes into the um into your whole qualification for getting girls for Perf City? Well, the look is a very important thing, you know. And then I got a I hear around if people talk good stuff about them or not, you know. Unless it's the maybe the first scene. Very rarely we shot the first scene. Very, very rarely. Almost never. Sometimes you shoot the first scene, you know, and over there it's a risk. But if I hire a great guy, you know, it usually goes smooth. You know. 
Yeah, just don't hire Stefano for a first scene with a girl. My God, now I'm joking. He's 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 the best. Nice no, guy. he is actually he is. <laughs> he's a nice person, <clears throat> but yeah. So moving right along, okay, what was the wildest scene you think you ever shot? Was it maybe an orgy scene? Worms? No worms? Maybe some gangbang or some. Uh, uh, with some scene with multiple people for Thomas Zapko. I think that was the weirdest for sure. I don't get how people get off on that shit. Also, also for Gregory Dark, Gregory Dark was shooting very interesting stuff too. Yeah, you what remember? was he like working for him? I never worked for him. Oh, it was great. It's still great. We, we see each other all the time. We talked we talked a few days ago. We are going to meet um, at the end of next week. Too. And uh, he wants to shoot a, a series, a four episode series about my life. He said, maybe calling the marvelous Maestro Claudio, he said, like they did. He said, first, first I wanted to do a, a documentary like they did with Rocco. And then I said, no, but Claudio is funny, he's so funny. So I gotta do something different, maybe. Let's see if it happens. Well, what else would you be doing in entertainment if you weren't doing adult films? Would you be doing comedy? Would you be doing acting perhaps? You know, I tried, but tried with not very, not very much convinced, you know, because there one time there was a, okay, I did a, a regular movie for Joe D'Amato. I don't know if you remember Joe D'Amato, the Italian director, mm -hmm. used 35 millimeters film. And he was here in LA, liked me, you know, so he asked me to do it like, it was like a B movie, whatever, for the, for the cable, you know, it went everywhere. It was called Top Gear. And, um, and I, we did this movie here in LA and the makeup artist on the set she said why don't you why don't you try the mainstream stuff I, I don't know I don't, why I'm here I do porn no because you're a great actor you can act you should do it okay what should I do have somebody take a headshot of you and uh, send it to all the agents in town and something's gonna happen. I did it, a couple of agents called me back and they had this agent, but they never found anything for me. They gave me a couple of audition for commercials, you know, but, uh, but it never happened. With, for Gregory Dark, I did something interesting. Do you remember the band named Sublime? Of course I do. Okay. He did a video, right? I was in the video. I was, uh, oh. I was, I was the clown, the, 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 the drunk ass dead. <laughs> Well, that's good. I mean, it's a start. I could have seen you in The Sopranos or something. You would have been perfect in The Sopranos. <laughs> but I'm Northern Italian, I'm not Southern Italian. You would have been perfect though. These, these Americans don't understand the difference between Northern and Southern Italian. They don't understand the difference in the accents. All they hear is a mamma mia. You know, they hear the voice like a that. Did you ever have Valentina Bellucci work for you? Was she ever? I don't know. That never happened. But I had the, I had the, uh, oh fuck! What's the Napolita girl? That, 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 she's one of the most famous now. Valentina. Valentina Napi. Oh, okay. I've never heard of. I know of uh, Valentina Bellucci, and I know uh, Cicciolina. La Cicciolina. Cicciolina is a, now. It's she's she's, she's she's like more than 60, 65, whatever, you know. Yeah, I just I, I just remember her from that era of um, you know Lona Stalin, Cicciolina, yeah. That, that she, she was in the in the Italian parliament too. <laughs> yeah, that's very shocking. If you could do anything differently, and I, I think I already know the answer to this, if you could do one thing differently now, 
uh, to change things and make them better as far as like your performances or like your directing? Is there anything you do differently with your career? I wouldn't say so. No, I think I'm, okay. I'm fine with what I'm doing. You know, I just would love to make much, much more money. You know, but that doesn't depend much for me. From me, I show the best sport is around. So if they want to buy it, you know where to find it. Perf City is one site. The other one is DP Diva. It just last year we opened DP Diva, all about DP. And uh, and then Ouch. I have another one. Third one is called Ben Visions, and but with that I'm partner with Mick Blue. Do you remember Mick Blue? Yeah, I do actually. Did you work with him? No. I just knew a lot of people. I just didn't work with them. Or they didn't want to work with me. Um, obvious reasons. So if we have to differentiate the sites, we have the Perf City. What's different about Perf City than anything else that's out there? Besides it's you. Shot by me. <laughs> so, so of course. It, it's it's the strongest sex that you can get not violent not abusing because we don't like that but intense hardcore sex you know slappy bj everything i shoot is um, it's i try to get a close up of the action but always include the the face of the girl so i'm there next to the action with a wide angle so everything is the sex is emphasized, you know, so you see long, big, big, huge butt, thank of, thanks to the lens, you know, because I'm there all the time. Sometimes I give it some breath and I go back, you know, I shoot a, a, a wide shot, but most of the time I'm there into the action. And this is what makes the difference. You see the other thing are kind of impersonal, you know. Few, few shoots good, you know, there are few people that shoot good, but, uh, but not like me. All right, so that's perfcity.com. And then what about the DP site, which sounds extremely painful? Tell me about that. You used to do DP, no? Don't you? Yeah. It was painful. You want to try it? <laughs> All the girls. It's, like, it's unusual. All I was the, thrown into the water with that. All the girls that do in says that DP is better. You get better sensation, it's more fun, it's more pleasure. Pleasurable. How about this? You just look at your watch. Okay. <laughs> no, the girls that I shoot are not like that. Trust me, they want more. They said they again, they say, wow, it's already over. Most of them, trust me. I'm not kidding. Where do you find these people? My God. <laughs> the agency. You see, back then it was a big deal to do that around that time. So in the 90s, you know, you had the girls that were really pretty doing like nothing whatsoever. Then you started having the slew of girls that came in that were really pretty doing all the nasty shit. And that's, I think that was the big deal around then. I don't know. It was not common doing the P at the time, but now actually when we launched the site, we said, but are we going to able to find so many girls doing the P? <laughs> oh my God. We have a redundancy of girls when they want to do the P. So it's not a problem. And what's the name of that site if people want to see that? dpdiva.com. So it's dpdiva.com for you um, people out there who think that's great. Uh, yeah. Is there such a thing as triple penetration anymore? Yeah. We shot a couple of those. But not with three guys. Like we, show, we shot uh, triple penetration with uh, two guys in the dildo. Actually, we had three guys, but 
was airtight. One, one was in the mouth, two in the pussy, one in the ass, or even, I don't remember. We even tried a triple, two dicks in the ass and plus the dildo, I think. I don't remember. But there are some girls that can do almost anything, you know. Yeah, exactly. Like Candy Apples. I don't know whatever happened. <laughs> yeah, remember her? Or like Mila? Remember Mila? Yeah, but now oh, there, are, girl. there are many. Yeah, I remember those girls. Those girls were doing some pretty crazy stuff back then. So you've got DP Diva for guys who like to watch that. And uh, of course, Perf City, if you want to see the best scenes in the world, obviously, because Claudio directs them. He's European, he's Italian, and of course they're excellent. I mean, some of the best movies come out of Italy. The best TV shows on Netflix come out from Italy. So of course, the best sex scenes are shot here the thing by I'm, an Italian director. It's, it's, a, it's a win-win for everyone. And what's the third website? I think I'm humble. You're not humble. <laughs> no, you are. <laughs> you turn red, though. Uh, not, no, no, I was all the, all the time like this. I'm watching, looking at me. I don't know why. It's because of the computer. Even it's my because eye. of the sun. <laughs> I don't get much sun lately. So uh, the other one is BAMVision, B-A-M, BAMVisions.com. And, and we, what's BAMVisions like? Tell us that. We, we started with Mick Blue, so it's, it's him in all the scenes, him fucking the girls. Yeah. So do you follow him around America, fucking girls, or it's just like... Oh, we things? shoot everything here at my place. You know, I have a big house and we shoot everything here. And uh, yeah, maybe we give a theme to a to, to few scenes so we can release a movie with Evil Angel. We do that. And, um, and that's it. Well, do you think the age of the video company has died out? Like the Evil Angels, Elegant Angels, like I can't even keep up with names, Metro, um, Vivid, everything like that. Well, they, most of them now. Evil Angel is still strong. It's it's it's, it's standalone, uh, uh, but uh, most of them have been bought by somebody else, you know. But by the by the big big company like um, Main Geeks and uh, Brothers and those people. The two bigger now are Main Geek and, and Gamma, you know, Gamma. That, and uh, but big doesn't mean best. Exactly. It's quality. And it's 100% true. That doesn't mean anything. For example, you had John T-Bone shooting things, right? It wasn't the biggest company. It wasn't the best company, but well, well, they had the, some of the best girls there in the 90s. That's for sure. You see? It was, it was shooting strong stuff. Yeah, I remember. Yeah. And that's the first person I worked for. I'm like, what the fuck is this? And it's like, you get thrown in with these things. You see some jackass like rick masters then you see another idiot i used to call them the knuckleheads okay the knuckleheads then you had the other knucklehead number two what uh, dave hardman or something <laughs> yeah dave like, where the fuck did they find these guys in the middle of america at a truck stop god damn but i think the whole appeal when you use guys that are not that good looking it's for the average guy to look at and think that they, he were, has they were good performers you know and that was the most important thing you know yeah okay sure <laughs> It's true. They were, they were very, they were good at what they did. But the thing is, it's to appeal to the average male. What do you think, what do you think speaks to your audience the most? Like, what are you trying to sell to people besides um, dreams? Well, I, 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 I'm selling strong, hardcore sex, like I told you, you know? So this is my brand, you know? 
We don't play around. We don't do stupid vignette or, uh, or or whatever. We just get to the point almost immediately, you know. Okay. And do you have any advice for guys listening out there that want to get into the business? Do it only if you think that you can really perform in front of the camera. You know, if you have to do weird thing, you know, <laughs> like injecting your dick or something. <laughs> Maybe it's better. Maybe it's not for you, you know. Just a quick reminder, guys, if you shoot, if you shoot your dick up with those little needles, there's a chance you could end up like Stefano, which is erect for 24 hours and having to go to a hospital and getting your dick drained. So Stefano, Stefano never did that. He did it only one once time. Because, time because you yeah. were of your boyfriend. <laughs> he did it for him. He injected him with the same dose that he was using for himself. This I know. Is, this is why this happened to Stefano. It was the first and the last time that he did it only because he was Brazilian. He was pushed by him because they had to do a lot of things and, uh, and that's it, you know. But he's uh, a great performer without yeah. the need. Exactly. Like he's a good example. But the one time he did it because of my boyfriend then, who's now dead, by the way, um, he... Uh, it was because of him and he was drunk and he was sticking the needle to Luciano. So when you hear about these things and tricks and hacks in the business, you don't want to do it. Viagra, you can get a heart attack and die. Uh, you can do that in a whorehouse and that's a great way to go. Um, is, is he dead now? Earl? Oh yeah, no, he was murdered um, two years ago. I was actually, they actually questioned me too. Wow, I didn't know that. Yeah, I think he was doing drugs or something, but obviously they're going to question the ex, you know, it, you one know, of the last funk. There, like, there was like a Swedish crew here. I met them by chance at the, the talent testing place, place. They talked to me and they told me that they were going to meet with him. But this, was, of course, was more than two years ago because yeah. I was thinking about doing a, like a comeback. Who, Earl? Yeah. I think it was three, four years ago. I don't know. Yeah, he was trying to, but then he ended up with like a surf store. So, so there's some happy endings to this. Like you're one of the better success stories in this whole business because you're not a train wreck and you're not on drugs and you have your mind together. You're still married, which is great. And you have a long career. I think you have many more years ahead of you. What's your retirement plan? I don't think I'm ever going to retire. You know why I retire? I don't know. Maybe retire completely i don't think so listen um okay. what do i want to say i said something that no the, the my secret is that you said because you're you're still here you have a long career my secret is that i i i combine the love for sex with the determination to make money so i'm here because if i start something it's absurd to start something else immediately after you keep pursuing until you reach your goal. And my goal is to become a billionaire, you know? I gotta buy a, I gotta buy a, a, a Gulfstream 7, 750 for myself, you know? It's and like 80, 80 million, you know? A Gulfstream? It's an airplane. That's, that's very interesting. I think that's great. I, I think you should, I, 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 I know you will reach that goal. And here I am, I just want my boat on the Amalfi Coast and that's it. A small boat that I can go to the Blue Grotto and go there and have some some pasta with uh, Amarone wine and just sail off into the Italian sunset. 
my wife my wife doesn't like doesn't like boats doesn't like sea and water and she she's uh, but you know i like boats too so yeah I, I like, like motorcycles too. I like houses too. I like mansions and stuff. So uh, I, I uh, sooner or later I got to buy a, a house in Malibu, you know, because I like the climate of Malibu. I have a beautiful house here. I'm not complaining, but it's hot in summer, and I hate the the, the hot weather. So I, I'm dreaming about Malibu. Well, see, it'll happen for you. I think it will because you're a very determined person, and you've been here for thirty years, which is more than I could say for a lot of people. Um, so do you have any messages for your fans and any, uh, advice for anyone out there aside from don't use drugs to, uh, to get your dick hard if you do a scene? Well, Viagra is not that bad. Come on. <laughs> so they... People get heart attacks from that. There was a guy that just died well, in the whorehouse last week from that. Only if, only if you have a heart problem, you know, <laughs> just check your heart. And that's it, you know? Well, the guy was like 90. So maybe that was the other problem. <laughs> No, I don't have any special advice uh, besides the one that I told you, you know, just get into this business if you really think you can perform in front of the camera, if you really love sex, because doing it only for the money is not good. Or the girls. If you do, if you do it for the girl, it's good. That's good. Oh, oh the girl, the, same thing, the girl, same thing, the girl, you know, she has to love sex, otherwise it's not good. And how do people submit um, applications to you or how do they contact you if they want to be in your films? Well, most of the time we use, we, we use gear from agents, you know, but it happens okay. through Twitter that some girls uh, con contact me and a um, few times it happened that um, I shot them, you know, and I, I didn't regret. Some were very good. Okay, well, that's good. So make sure you guys tune into pervcity.com. Yes. And then the other two really quick dpdiva.com okay mvisions.com okay excellent i'm gonna have to check this out even though i'm so far removed from it i just have to look at it just for like old time's sake and yeah. uh go ahead. go ahead huh? go ahead and, and let me know what you think oh i will <laughs> if you need if you need i can give you a, a, a password to enter so you see the whole thing not just the trailer yeah, so guys, don't hit me up. Do not hit me up for the password because I will not give it to you. It's <laughs> for me. Exactly. And I believe in supporting um, people from the business, especially ones that are very cool and uh, have come a long way with their success. Thank you. So, uh, grazie. Can I ask you a couple of questions? You can ask me as many as you want. What about, what about this, this blog? How did you start? How did you think about starting? What's for? Where, where does it go? What do you do with it? Oh, the podcast. Um, so I just, I have someone else that puts it out for me. It's been like a little bit over a year. It's just, I, I don't know, like I had a one woman show yeah. and then someone wanted to do a documentary. I don't want a documentary though. There's a student just, um, I got into acting after I lived in Norway. I came back to this country in 2014. Uh, I got into acting and then improv. Um, so I was doing improvisation. I was part of an improv troupe and then I had the show COVID. That's right. Right after COVID is when I started the podcast and someone else came up with the name. Uh, someone once said that me, it's a Jasmine crazy train. You don't know where it ends up. That's how we got the name. And then I briefly got into politics 
Um, I'm still sort of involved, but not really. I'm not involved in parliament. And uh, yeah, that's it. And then I'll probably write a book. Uh, wait, yeah. uh, what about the podcast? If somebody wants to see this, what, they, what Apple, they... uh, iTunes, Spotify, and then it goes up on my YouTube channel, Crazy Train Podcast. It goes up like a week after. So this comes out Wednesday and then the following Wednesday it goes up on YouTube and they could see you. They could see what you you could see how young you look now and how youthful, the youthful glow that you have. 68, by the way. It's what? 68, by the way. 28, what? I'm sorry. <laughs> 68. Wow, really? So you're like past the American age of retirement and you're still working. You see these millennials, man, they could learn something from it, you know? They Some of the talent. See, a lot of these young guys don't do that. I'm telling you, man. It's like, that's a, yeah, it comes out. It goes on iTunes, Spotify, and everything. I'll send you the link. Please, then, ooh, this is what I want you to say. Send me the link so I can tweet the link and I, I can send my followers to watch your, your podcast. And then also send Stefano to me. I want to have a, I want to talk to him. No, I'll be nice. I want to put him on the show. I'm not going to be a bitch. I was only mean to him once. Okay, I was mean to him like four times. <laughs> all right i was always mean to him okay there you go okay, I, let, I let you know that you want to talk to him so we'll see no it'll be funny because i know rob will get a kick out of this because i speak to rob all the time because i work for him now um after not showing up and costing him money but yeah we're still cool. <laughs> we're still cool oh and real quick red wine or white wine well, it depends on what kind of food you eat uh, for with fish absolutely white wine otherwise i prefer red and pasta Pasta can go with both, but I, I like red. See, now I'm going to have to have pasta this evening just because I spoke to you today. If, if it's pasta with seafood, you're going to drink white. Okay. Then we had the wine. We Now we understand more about wine. Okay, that's perfect. I'm going to be doing that. <laughs> Send me the link, please. I will. And don't go anywhere. Hold on. Thank you so much. And I hope you guys learned something from this and definitely check out the websites. I will put. The, I will be posting the links for his websites, perfcity.com, dpdiva, and um bam vision bam 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 what bam vision b-a-m and bam vision bam vision dp diva and perf city so join them and uh you know let's make claudio into a millionaire well i'm already kind of a millionaire. <laughs> okay a billionaire we're going to turn you into a billionaire <laughs>